Dinosaurs, everybody. Welcome to the Mary and Tom Show. I'm Tom. I'm Mary. This is our show. Yep. 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 <laughs> been a little while. We've been keeping busy the last few weeks. We actually released a couple new games. Got a new one coming out in a couple weeks. Well, we did release Aurelian. Yes, and before that we re- released uh, District Commander... Kandahar. Kandahar. Yeah. Wow, Tom. I'm sorry. It's... <laughs> It's, it's been it's been a few weeks of, of, of craziness. Uh, so we got the third district commander game out. Uh, we got Aurelian Restorer of the World out. Those are both games that have been kicking around a while. Aurelian uh, is a game that I designed back in 2018, and way back when. Yeah. <laughs> when you were just a, a little sprout. Oh, okay. Was that was that it? It didn't get released in 2018 because we were waiting on the map art and we were trying to get other stuff out the door. 2019 was going to be our big catch-up year. We did not... Uh, want to be mustard instead. Want to be mustard instead. Uh, I prefer mustard to ketchup myself. I think you do as well. You get a lot more variety with mustard, I think. Ketchup, I mean, there are different kinds of ketchup, but really, there's only the, really the one kind of ketchup that seems to be in stores. Well, nobody does plum ketchup or mushroom ketchup or any of the other types of old ketchups. Everything is tomato ketchup. Whereas mustard, you have a wider variety that's available commercially. So you can get like the horseradish mustard, which is nice. Uh, There's honey Dijon, Dusseldorf mustard, like they used to have at White Castle. I'm very upset that I haven't been to White Castle in a long time. They stopped using the Dusseldorf mustard and started using yellow mustard mixed with ketchup, which is, is fine, but... The Dusseldorf mustard is really what made that sandwich. And they still sell the Dusseldorf mustard, like, in stores, like White Castle brand. But it's not on the White Castle burgers anymore, and that's weird to me. Well, they didn't have it when we were at the grocery store last time. That's true, but the grocery store also doesn't always have everything all the time. Yeah, I know, but I didn't even see a place for it. I'm still waiting for them to get the olive oil mayo that we like. Yeah, they haven't had that in a long time. You know, uh, we've been having to get the regular mayo when we need mayo. And then this year we're gonna do, it's gonna be our big catch up year, and then there was a, a pandemic that didn't help out so hot. So we finally got Aurelian out anyway. Um, we're excited about that. And then in a couple weeks we're gonna be releasing the vote. Um, and then a few weeks after that we have our big sale, and we're gonna be releasing Dual Gauge. So we've, you know, we had a period there this year where there was a two or three month stretch where we didn't release anything and. Releases were kind of slow, and now we're just kind of going boom, 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 boom. And I like having that pace. Yeah. Our whole model was built, in a way, on releasing games at a, at a, at a fairly nice clip. Um, and always have something different, something new, have some variety there. Uh, and being flexible. You know, being able to uh, turn around a game pretty quickly and get out the door pretty quickly and not have things waiting I'm nope. looking forward to getting back to that. Yeah. I mean, we're we're definitely getting there. We're getting there. But we went over yesterday, or the day before, we went over, like, what our schedule is for next year. And, I mean, there are some, like, maybe this comes out that year, maybe it's not ready yet in places. But generally, we have games throughout the whole next year. We're getting there, but we're, we're still at the, the place where we're, we're trying to get, get back to the place where we're a little more scrappy. Now, part of preparing for for the sale uh, is we've had to order a lot of cards. A lot of cards. Wow. <laughs> and and that's just like, so basically, 
we're kind of spacing it out because we do have to worry about cash flow at times. So we had a big order at the beginning of this month. I'm about to do another big order now, and then another big, big order like in a week or two, all kind of in preparation for the sale. So we're not putting out too much money at one time. We also put out some money uh, recently uh, with regards to our basement. So our basement uh, gets water in it when it rains. It didn't used to. No, and it smelled really good down there. A lot of basements are musty, but there was no musty smell. It was warm. Uh, in the winter, it was always warm. In the summer, it was always cool. Mm -hmm. And then the city did something, and we got a backup. And, of course, the city says, it's not our fault. It's not our fault. Uh, several hundred people had a backup because we were working over here yeah. on something. The water would come up from the drain and would have came to up, yeah. push it down the drain. Uh, and, and that's kind of become a regular occurrence that we kind of got used to, and we kind of hate. It's kind of depressing. Uh, well, after that, yeah, that's when we started having problems. Mm -hmm. It's coming from either the wall or the floor instead of the drain. But it was shortly after that that we started having problems. Yeah, I think it's coming. If, if, if it's not coming from the drain, it's coming through the floor. Because the thing is, that the water was always near the drain. It would drain into it. Yeah. It wasn't near the walls. I'm not like an expert, but I, I did spend several years in a like business that was adjacent to like seepage repair and that. So I'm I didn't see a lot of seepage on, on our walls, where there's water draining, you know, coming from the walls into the is always around those areas. But uh, we ended up getting water this year that like it wouldn't go away. Like it was this huge puddle, and no matter how much we pushed it, it just kept staying there and wouldn't go away. And we got a fan, and we got a dehumidifier, and wasn't drying it out. And it was like, what's going on? We said, well, something's wrong with the basement. And uh, we got a basement specialist to come out and give us an estimate, um, which is actually someone that, when I was in that business that was adjacent to uh, like basement repair and whatnot, they were someone we used a lot. So I, I knew about the quality of their work and had them come by to give us an estimate. And they did see some, some cracks in the walls, especially near the windows, to basically do a, like an interior trench uh, with a sump pump in that. And he gives me this estimate, and I'm like, that, that's a lot of money. <laughs> that's a However! Lot of money. Well, just before he goes, because he's, he's, he's doing measurements and whatnot, he looks at the hot water heater and says, "Oh, this this is where it's coming from. Like, I don't want to throw away a sale, but and you still you still need this 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 treatment, this twelve thousand dollar treatment. But um, all the water you had in the basement right now is coming from this hot water heater. <laughs> so maybe get that changed instead." And I was like, "Yeah, okay, we're gonna do that." And, and yeah, that's the hot water heater we had when we when we got the house. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was rusted, and we had a plumber over like the next day. Yeah, was that a Saturday? That was a Saturday, yeah. Yeah. And they just took out the hot water heater, and by the time they were done, all the water had drained into the um, drain. Drain, and it was the tile was dry. It was just was the water just kept continually coming out of that hot water heater, and we I had not noticed. Because I'm not over there where the hot water heater is. So that was nice. But, you know, that that was... It, it wasn't $12,000. But it's not cheap either. It was so, over 10% of it. So I guess what I'm saying is... Um, buy some games from us. Do it before the sale. We'd appreciate that. That'll make it easier for us to get stuff for the sale. We'll just wind up buying cards. But we need money to buy the cards. I know. So please, please buy stuff from us. Um... 
The other thing we're doing for the sale, of course, is getting wood bits together. Bagging lots and lots of wood bits. Uh, I have, we've got all the wood bits bagged for the, um, the vote. Well, you did most of that. You did the vast majority of that, if not all of it. Cause okay. I was working on books. Mm-hmm. And, and I prefer and you to so. work on those books, but guess what? There's still plenty more webbits to put together. You can help me with those. That'd be great. I'm just letting people know that you're the one that did that. You gave me moral support while I was doing that and while doing the books. I mean, you multitasked. I get to do the one thing, putting the the webbits to the bags at a time. I was able to take a break from doing the webbits for a bit uh, because we did a video for the vote. Now, you people listen to this. You've probably seen some of our, our videos on our YouTube channel about our games. It's usually me on the porch yammering for three or four minutes and pointing at stuff. Uh, we do that like in a single shot. And it gives a kind of a, a, a casual, friendly quality, I think. And you get uh, bonus features like uh, cars and planes passing by and lawnmowers and other other sounds of suburbia. With the time of year it is to get... Leaf blowers, too. Yeah, leaf blowers. Yeah. Aren't those fun? Bonus. One reason why we do it that way is because it's quick and it's painless and it's spontaneous. And one reason why we do it that way is because it is a pain in the neck to edit stuff. Uh, So with the camera we're shooting on, it's it's this uh, high-def format. And then our editing software is very old and doesn't like that format. Brief one or two times we've edited something whether it's just cutting something off the end or whether it's actually cutting something together. We've had to resize it and, like, render each frame. And because of that and because of of the format mismatch, I can't actually watch the thing while we're editing it. I only see stills. So I need to kind of either go frame by frame to find out where to cut or I need to hope that nothing weird is, is in the shot until after I actually export it and watch it so we haven't done editing for our videos for that reason because really is we want to concentrate on getting the games out but i thought with the vote you know this is our big prestige game and i wanted to do a video taking people through part of the sample game that's in the playbook so we actually did uh like a little shoot with with different shots we segmented it we, like i scripted it out shot the segments and cut them together and i think it was about I would say about 18 hours with the editing and mixing and voiceover and all that stuff. And uh, that was a pain, and I hated it. Yeah, and had we had a camera that the software was compatible with, it wouldn't have taken that long. Oh, no, not at all. You know, I learned to edit on an Avid in high school. You only have so much time on the Avid. So I, I learned to edit very quickly and instinctively. And so when we were making movies, uh, one of the scenes that I was editing, uh, I would cut them together fairly quickly where it might take a couple hours to cut together, you know, a five-minute scene. Now, you took your time more with it when the scenes that you edited. Uh, yeah, I wasn't in a hurry. I'd try different, well, what if I did this and what if I did that? Yeah. So it took me longer. Yeah, that's fine. We had very different styles. I make my choices to start with. I commit to them. Now, if they don't work, then, then I, take, I, I change them. But if they're working, I don't really look at what else could work. I think in a way you would discover the scene in, in the edit 
figure out the shape of the thing through the process of editing it. We had fun, though, making movies. Yeah. You know, I think sometimes uh, we butted heads a bit, but the the films resulted were, were kind of a synthesis of what we each wanted out of it. For films made for $500... Fueled by pizza. Fueled by pizza. I, I, I think they turned out pretty good. Uh, I think whenever we get back to making films again, whether that's something that we just do as a sideline thing, as, as just a fun hobby for ourselves or whatnot... We we need to find new actors because everyone moved away. But I would like to get away from the relationship drama comedy, people have arguments in the kitchen genre, and do something that's more inherently cinematic. Dinosaurs. Well, maybe. Dinosaurs, everybody. You didn't sound sure of that. Dinosaurs, everybody. There you go.